You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, you're listening to the Wig Hackers Podcast, where you get the real feeling of what goes on working on the hair side of the entertainment industry. You never know where my rants will go, so stay tuned. Now I'm Hey guys, welcome back to Wig Hackers Podcast. I am here with this amazing couple that I met a long time ago. I'm old now, but they're even younger than me. So we have Diana DeGarmo and Ace Young with me. Holy cow, guys, it's been forever in a day. How are you? I know. Holy cow. Um, So I guess, where where do we start? Um, um, I mean, I know you guys go back to American Idol days. Mm-hmm. But we, I mean, we could just start where we picked up because that's truly what I care about. Yeah. <laughs> but like hair, how did that come about for you guys? You know, like how did like that, that whole. Well, it was thing. a journey. Um, I remember actually auditioning for the original revival. So um, the original company and uh, looking back now, it probably was one of the most hysterical auditions of my life because ah. I, I didn't quite understand what I was doing. And so I uh, made some choices and uh, clearly they were the wrong ones because I was not cast, but I was thankfully asked back to audition when the original company was going to London and they were basically recasting the whole show. And uh, yeah, that was several years later, like what, two and a half years later. And uh, I knew much more about myself as an actor and about the show. And I think I was able to make some better choices. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the show? Oh, actually, I did not see the show until I had already been cast. Cast? Oh, okay. I was trying to kind of continue to keep my own interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah. um, Because I do find myself to be a bit of a sponge. And, you know, you I think that's as an artist, you take... Correct. everything in all the time and I didn't want to accidentally be copying anyone so I tried to uh to not see it until we actually had been cast and you Ace you were pulled from the road I was on the road with uh Greece so oh. I had done my first Broadway show of Greece in New York and then I did the Greece tour thereafter and uh while I was on the road with Greece I got an opportunity to audition for Burger in Hair and uh, and it was interesting because I had long hair when I started Grease, and I cut it off. Oh, and then when I, I started hair, oh. I grew it back. <laughs> and he had a cute little fall. He got that to wear every fall. night. It looked so good. The fall was great. Yeah, and, and luckily my hair was long enough that it it fell comfortably over the fall. But when I did get sweaty, my curls started to show. <laughs> oh yes. Oh uh, my god. Ace's little baby curls. Mm. <laughs> Because I know um, we had Gloria doing the hair for that, you know, and Jared making the wiggies. Um, what was um, what was the conversation for the wigs? Because I know, Diana, you had your own hair, right? I did. And uh, right? that was actually one of the first shows I had done that I was not wigged. <gasps> which, so before that, my, my hair naturally has been every color in the book. Um, <laughs> Right. That's one of the joys of, I think, of also being a lady is we kind of get away with that a little more. And right before that, my hair was purple and black. And when I auditioned, they were like, <laughs> yeah, so you're going to need to change that. And um, I remember coming home to Nashville and the same gal who has done my hair forever colored it back. And she was like, this is so weird. You look so normal. <laughs> 
I only know you for brown hair. So like when you do colors, when I like scroll back, I'm like, oh, right. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm like, you know, when you first see someone, I'm like brown hair, keep it straight. Yeah, oh. that's it. You lock in what you see the very first time. I've seen her with every color. <laughs> and it was so funny to, to like every day prepare my own hair because my own hair is not very cooperative. And the <laughs> reason why I do love wigs because you can just pop your hair hat on and keep going. Keep and, it. Uh, and I remember actually when we met, Ace and I met, that we bonded over. He got to wear a wig in the show and I didn't. So we would show up to the theater at the same time because I would just be, you know, getting prepared and he had to go have wig call. I had wig call and she was stretching. Oh my god, it's the cutest ever, to be honest. Like, you're still just as cute as you were back then. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Oh, it's so cute. I we wish believe I it's been almost that. a decade. Jimmy Cricket. Isn't that insane? It goes so fast. We all look the same. Totally. Oh, yes. Yes. My aged. very nice. <laughs> <laughs> my doctor made out very well on this one. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for those who are listening, they are literally dressed to the gods right now. So maybe you have to send me a selfie so I can so I can um, put it on when I post this for them, so they can see. Yeah, that's good. They have wigs on, guys. Like this, this is true champions. Like you, you make my heart sing every time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, um, so you guys already had performance um, worked on shows before. Did you? Where you used your own hair in Greece, Ace? Yeah, grease, I used my own. Uh, and then hair, I, I had my I first did. fall. And then Joseph, when we did the Joseph tour, I, I had a full wig with two mic packs in the actual yeah. wig cap. Ugh. So that was, that was a lot of getting used to. <laughs> yeah, when we did that tour, I had really super long hair by that point because I was living the hair al natural phase. So I was just letting it go. And we had recently gotten married. so. Fast forward to 2013 was when we were approached um, about doing the Joseph tour. And I had long hair from our wedding because I wanted it to look oh, as yes. natural as possible. It was my grandmother because she was like, I never know what your color is anymore. <laughs> and uh, then when they made the wig, they wanted a wig that looked like my hair because I have now been putting in my contracts since 2008 that unless the show aesthetic requires no wigs i prefer a wig yes um, it's just easier to maintain it, it keeps the show look consistent and uh they were like wait what you want a wig and i was like yes i want a wig so they built a wig to look like my hair but then i had super long hair so then i decided to go to a bob ah because I, you're wearing I, a wig. yeah and i did i was like this is my chance <laughs> and uh, my agent's about had a heart attack because i had a purple pixie cut but I, it it was a lot, like you know, not as sweaty. But now poor Ace, because he was so physical in the show, was still growing his hair out under the wig. Mm -hmm. So it was like you had a ski cap on. I did. I was warm. I was definitely warm. Oh my god! And when we were at Kansas City Starlight Theater with seventy percent humidity, it was really warm. I saw stars blinking while we were doing a couple numbers, and I was very active. And I thought, this is it. This is the moment that no. I just hit the ground and wake up somewhere else. Yep. Oh, no. Never happened though. Thank oh. God. I actually have another funny story <laughs> about Kansas City Starlight. When I played there with nine to five, I played Dora Lee. Yeah. After we did hair. Yes. And, uh, I love Dora. I mean, that could not have been more of my spirit animal <laughs> character. Um, but again, Starlight Theater, you're outdoors. 
door, I have prosthetics on, I'm in a corset, I'm in, you know, tights. I have one wig pack, I mean, one mic pack in, in between my lady friends in the front. Ugh. I have another one in I'm my hair. Head. And I remember watching Suzanne's story, our um, head wig master or mistress, mistress. She was mm-hmm. standing on the side going, oh no. Oh no, she kept making these faces at me and I'd come off stage and she'd be like, come here, you're melting. You're so slowly. <laughs> Oh, no. So hard and, and the wigs by that point we were at the end of tour so they oof, did it oof. they were kind of at the end of their lives and um we retired two wigs that one week at Oh no that ouch all right all right but I mean yeah. you guys always wear wigs though you always do full productions like you don't do like little like plays you know what I mean? You know, there's no serious talking for you two. Let's go do a dance number. We like to be. We like to call it all in. And if it's not right, we call it strong and wrong. Oh, it's a strong choice. Why? Why? Well, they can't go against it. it. They can only give you a different choice. You guys really make me want to have like a partner. You two, like, I'm over it. I'm over it. But I love you two so. Oh my god, I can't even. Oh, you deserve one. Come on, you guys are the cutest patooties ever. Oh, sorry. I'm having a moment, kids. I'm having a moment. <laughs> oh, we love no. you. Oh, um, okay, back to wigs. What was your ho- most horrible experience with wigs? Like, what oh. was one where you're like, or, or did something happen? Wasn't pinned on right? Or, you know, give me the, give me the I crazy I would say ones. my craziest wig was, oh, I have a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a few now, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, the first one that came to mind was when I did the Toxic Avenger, which was um, in 2009 to early 2010, right before I did hair. And um, the show was, you know, off Broadway. We were on a tight budget. Um, that was also part of the pitch of the show was that things were not meant to be super glossy and fantastic. They were meant to have a bit of a what kind of edge. <laughs> and um, when I joined the company uh, for the last, I was supposed to do it for a few months and then we unfortunately were closing a little early and I had, there was a teeny tiny hole in the back of my, I called her Suzanne. I name all my wigs in every mm-hmm. show. And her name was Suzanne because it was blonde, straight with a little bang very Suzanne Summers, and there was a teeny tiny wig, a hole in the wig in the back. And I had to put my mic pack in there. And I remember Michael King, our head wig guy was like, okay, we're just gonna keep putting a pin in it, to hold it together. He's like, we know we're closing. We just have to get to the last like few, few weeks of the show. And by the end, that hole was the size of my fist. <laughs> and we had probably 92 pins just holding that poor wig together. And he was like, come on, little Suzanne. You can make it. We would say a little prayer to her every show. It's 90 minutes, Suzanne. You can make it. It's 90 minutes. And we we did make it to the end, but uh, I think she was set on fire. (laughs) Mine luckily wasn't on stage during a show, but our last tech before we opened Joseph, the very last time we got to run it and feel comfortable with the two mic packs in my hair, um, I did a head whip and it was no longer on me. I remember this. Oh. It was gone. <laughs> and and I felt it felt odd because I felt very refreshed. I was like, something just happened that makes me feel amazingly free. I feel that the the air conditioner in this room, everything feels 
oh, where's my hair? It was oh. gone. Oh. I did a head whip and it just flew back Ooh. with the mic packs. And the mic packs then came back around under my legs. And then I got to feel that wonderful head whip and catch them and then look for my head, my head beat. I remember that was when um, JJ Giannis and Dave Bova um, designed that, designed Joseph for us. And they both were like, oh, we're going to have to step up our connection game. And like, he said, what, what all did you have to wear under that wig? Yeah, what was the prep? I had a few different caps just to lock it in. And the caps were just to really hold the mic packs from moving at all. Because oh. the mic pack is a lot of weight for obviously a hairpiece. Yes. And big ones. So there were two of those. Oh, yeah. So I locked those down really well. Then you and have then a, we had another wrapper around that went before that under my, like under it. You had a headband and the ace bandage. Yep. And then I had the the actual caps. Yeah. Two. And then I had the hair. And when, when it flew off, I remember walking off and I looked at both those gentlemen with their mouths just dropped. They dropped, <laughs> dropped. And I said, gentlemen, I think this just became a Merkin. <laughs> Keeping it classy. Love it, <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, that. <laughs> oh, okay. The, those, those. I mean, I've interviewed a couple other actors, but these, these have topped my charts, kids. Topped my charts. <laughs> Real life, um, you can't change it. No, yeah, and you can't write it either. That's no. the fun no. part. Like you nope. can't write this shit at all. They wrote, we, we tried to do what they wrote, but the real life can't got in the way. <laughs> Uh, what is your what is your go-to product? Like, if all the world goes away, like you have to, like, and you're de- trapped on a desert island, what is that one product you have to have? Oh, oh, that's like asking me to choose which child I would like best. Uh, <laughs> I am a product queen. Um, all right, top three. Okay, I would. Oh, let's go with hairspray. Okay. I think I can make do with hairspray. It is my beloved because I have naturally straight-ish hair that kind of goes, huh? Um, but if I could get those and some, you know, some little clips, I could at least make some cute pin curls and feel like myself. Okay. How about you, Ace? For me, I normally don't put much in my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, He's so naturally pretty, it's unfair. So I actually really appreciate a good exfoliator. And, and something that's actually to cleanse. If it has a mint smell, I appreciate that as well. I like to feel the, the, the actual stuff going into my skin. The tingly sensation. I do like the tingly sensation. It, it okay. feels amazing. Um, when I'm in the in-between growing stage, so I can't be short and I can't be long because it's in <laughs> there, I do like a hairspray. Just something okay. to get the frizz out and put everything together. I remember having to finally buy him his own hairspray because he kept stealing mine Borrowing. and his own wet brush. And I was like, listen, I love you, but I can't keep chasing these dogs throughout the house going, where's my wet brush? Where's my hair, my hairspray? Oh, so now he has his own. Yeah, I don't, I, I hadn't brushed my hair with an actual brush for years. So I, I just never did. I let it grow out. I would wash it in the shower and I would use my fingernails and enjoy it. But I never used a brush. I haven't used a brush since I had a part in my hair since I was, like, I don't know, 17. Who are you? So I'm, tr- right? I'm trying. I'm trying. How? This makes me feel a lot better, Daniel, because I said the same thing. I was like, wait, what? No. Brush my hair, but now he does. Yeah, so if I, that. if I get any of a dry scalp, then I, I use a brush and open it up, and then put the product up in there and take a shower, and hopefully my old man ashiness will go away. 
Oh my, what? I can't, I can't. Oh. Well, if real, you have any more suggestions, it's we'll real take life. Them. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a little care package. I have some fun things for, for Ace, that, for the oh, sensation. there you go. Yeah, yeah, it might hurt. Just don't wash your body with it. Ooh, yeah. Which parts of my body? Exactly. <laughs> it hurts even more. So be very careful. <laughs> First hand I jump out of the shower and run around the house. <laughs> oh, burns, it burns. Milk, bite the milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, so how did they do your hair on American Idol? How did you come up with those looks? Oh, we have nothing to do with that. Okay. Oh, no, no. Well, this is this is what I wanted to know, to be honest, because, you know, I've done such staged productions and, you know, film and TV where we sit at a table and talk about it. You know, like, and so the same thing happened? What was the process? I would say, I think Ace and I had definitely different- Opposite. Op opposite experiences of American Idol. I, um, I have my reasonings, but we'll, that's a different ad on Craigslist. <laughs> but, um, for me, I know there probably was someone who higher up that had, you know, made those decisions. Um, my season, but in in my time, I did not get to have a choice really. I was more told what was being decided for me. Mm -hmm. uh, Herbal Essence was a sponsor our season, and I was the only um, white girl in my top twelve. And so they, I remember going in, I had two little blonde highlights in the front that my mother was like, that was the extent of my hair uh, color color journey at that point. And I mean, I was 16, right? And right. next thing you know, Herbal Essence was sponsoring and they loved having a makeover. And I just kept getting blonder and blonder and blonder and blonder. And on the show, of course, there's an entire t crew of, you know, hair and makeup folks yeah. that are, are fantastic. Um, but they again are told from higher ups what they would like us to look like. And I think now it's a little, the artists, the contestants have more say uh, because I think they trust people to make their own decisions. <laughs> At the time it was in its early infancy and Idol was like, right. nope, you guys are hillbillies, you can't decide. Um, so I had lots of different hairstyles on the show, but right. I, I was, by the end I was platinum blonde, which was so hard on my hair. My hair was falling out in chunk. It was awful, awful. And um, I even have a scar on my forehead from where I got a third degree burn from a curling iron from a quick change when the producer decided one week, oh, you know what? During the, uh, oh golly, what is that? Dress rehearsal, which they would film to create the package at the end. Playback. Playback, yes. Where it would say, vote for 1 800 400. Um, that was actually a dress rehearsal. I had done the dress rehearsal. I came off stage and they said, we hate your dress. We hate your hair. Go change. And they sent me in and the first, they put me in the first dress I could fit into, which was not easy to find for a curvy girl in Los Angeles. <laughs> and uh, they put me back in here. I had this like updo. They took it all down and they only had 15 minutes to redo it before they were letting the audience in. And then, you know, we were going live in like an hour. And so like the whole, you know, all hands were on deck and they're ferociously go talking to the producers. Well, what do you want us to do? And we got to, you know, we got to completely change this. And they're like, okay, well put it down. And we want it. No, we want to have a, what we want to have. Like, everyone's yelling and I'm just sitting in the chair going, oh, okay. And I just watched the curling wand, you know, going around my head. I'm like, hey, 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 be, be careful, be careful. And then it hit and I was like, ah. 
So, um, yeah, again, I could talk about that for six years. So, Ace, you should answer your side of the question. <gasps> Holy cow. I mean... Stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> Is it still the same day? <laughs> I mean, I understand. I I see, I see exactly everything. That whole story, I'm literally like, I see it. I, I know the yelling. I know the wand twirling. And I see the burning. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he felt so bad. And oh, he, he was I, horrified. And I remember I spent more time with him. It was not Dean. Uh, Dean didn't really work with the ladies as much. He liked to work with the gentlemen. And... <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, um, the, the, actually the stylist, I can see his face in my head, but I, his name has it's just right. escaped me, but uh, he felt so bad and I spent more time comforting him as I had a giant bandage over my forehead and they were like, just put the bangs over it, get out there. And I had to perform oh in front of millions of people. How about you, Ace, on Idol? <laughs> you got to be yourself. Isn't that nice? Did your external hard drive just fill up? <laughs> No, so normally my podcasts are like five minutes of me on my Xanax Ambien just ranting. <laughs> so you get some real good stuff, but this is like full on interview. So it, I love it. I think. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so I I had just the year before grown my hair long for the first time since I was a kid. So when I got to Idol, it was growing. It was in that halfway point when I auditioned, and then by the time we got to the February live, it was a little longer. Mm -hmm. And I remember Dean and I, our first go at it. I'm just getting that hair out of my mouth. Hold on, one Hold on. I don't know if it's mine or mine, but uh, I, I, I remember looking at Dean and he looked at me and he studied my head and he goes, you know what I would like to do? I said, no, and I walked out. <laughs> so I did my own hair and Dean didn't like me for like the first two weeks. And every time I went by the door, he was like, if you want a haircut, come on in. And I was like, I'm good. And you hear me walking down the hallway. Um, because I had never grown it out before. There it was. I found your hair. Um, it's attached to that big old mustache of yours right you. now. Thank you. I was tasting it. Tasted good. Um, but I, I never had them touch my hair. And, and it got to almost the week, the week I got kicked off Idol. He had, he, the week, that week, he came up to me and he said, are you going to pull it back? or do you want me to cut it? I would like to cut it. And I was like, well, when you say cut it, what do you mean? He goes, you know, like, like short. And I just said, Dean, I'm so sorry that our time together didn't work out. And I walked away. <laughs> he never touched my hair, not once. So I just rocked lucky. what I had. You're lucky. So that pre-show oh. was very easy. I mean, I just had to set my mic and sit in a green room. Uh oh. Oh, the stories I could tell from the, just being in the makeup room and the, you know, somebody going, I don't like this eyeshadow or anything, but it's my face. Yeah, when you're competing as yourself, yes. you have a bit of like, but, you know, what the heck, it's me. But at the same time, you sign a clause that says they can do whatever they want yeah. to you. And at the time, the show was so new, nobody really knew what we were. You know, we didn't even realize what all was happening outside of the CBS studios, let alone what was really happening inside. Right. So uh, you just, you know, you live and you learn. So what, um, was it a good experience or a bad experience or indifferent? 
Are we talking about our hair or us? <laughs> you and the whole thing, the whole, the whole <laughs> it was, package. It was a great experience. It got yeah. us to a potential fan base so we could have a career. We have, yeah. we have since had opportunities across the board from TV, film to musicals. Mm -hmm. We met doing a job. We love to work together. We get to do recording every day in our house. Mm -hmm. Like no. this is, it got us to our, our fan base. And, and yes, it was a, Gave crazy, us a career. crazy roller coaster of an experience, but I'm really glad I did it. Uh, I still can't believe it was so long ago now. Uh, it really was another lifetime that, wow, the 2000s, early 2000s are definitely a different time than right, right? now. So, um, but I wouldn't be where I am now without it. So mm -hmm. I, I'm appreciative of it. Oh, it's awesome. You know, we, we, we do tons of different things. We try tons of different things, but to have one thing get you to the entire world where your name is now known within one google like anybody could be like wait hold on uh and they google your name and then they go with pictures and they go oh yeah i totally remember that he, he sang that song uh that drops the jupiter song or he did that that father figure song right instantly i'm i'm one search away from me telling you what i'm working on now mm -hmm. and you already know me from that that search from something else it's it's i mean that's a gift man it was a it's a phenomenon. huge platform. It's mm -hmm. it's bigger than even a stage because a stage you only get so many people in the seats. Mm -hmm. Idol reached millions of people. I mean, I know my mother watched every day. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And she's telling me about the show. I'm like, oh great, mom, thanks. <laughs> 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 so yeah. Um, all right, you guys are really banging these out. This is great. Um, yeah. How many wigs do you own? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She doesn't want to tell you with me here. Do you want me to leave? Let me go count. I'll be right back. I'm going to go count. You can actually I, Oh my gosh. I may have to leave for her to tell you the number because I, I'm kind of invested in this as well. So whatever she says for a number, woo, Oh you're no. going to get a reaction face out of this guy. I'm excited about this. Like, you have 97 wigs. <laughs> oh my God. No. The what? I look at wigs like shoes for her, so she she yeah. needs them, and she every single one's a new character. I very much there. It is a character. It, it's Ladies all very transformative. Ooh, here we go. Like sixteen. Oh, see, it's, it's is, a healthy amount. I it think really I, is. I did you count the one on my head? I did count the one on your head. <laughs> I have, I, you know, for what I do as an actor. Um, because sometimes casting kind of can't see 100 percent right in front of them. Mm -hmm. So I, I started originally, well, my co collection actually began post-idol when I did Brooklyn and uh, they chopped my hair off mm -hmm. and made me like this dark kind of dark cranberry color, which later on I did love. But at first I had a total identity crisis because I was this blonde haired kid from Idol. I, huh? Who am I now? And, uh, and I went back to Hairspray and um, I started getting wigs to wear in between matinees because my mother called and she was like, if I see one more photo of you in a wig cap and a baseball cap in between shows, young lady, <laughs> you, she gave me so much grief. And so I started buying like some really horrible synthetic ones, which I still have, you know, just a walk down right. there. Little yeah. shake and go. Yep, shake um, and go. Put your hat on over it. Uh -huh. Right? And it, it, you look nice in the, the fan photos. And then as I started doing my own hair more and more for events, I kind of realized, I was like, why don't I have, like, nice wigs? I yeah. I some nice wigs. And I, through the years, made friends with, you know, folks with, like, 
Bobby Pins, who designed my wig that I wear for when I do my Gemini shows. And mm -hmm. it looks like my hair, but in a, you know, a very 40s style that I could never achieve on my own <laughs> if I even tried. I, I am taking a course, but whew, it's gonna take it's gonna take me a long time. So uh, yeah, her name is Jim, and then this is Beret, because she's I love it so much. This is a Halloween wig that wasn't quite the right color for me, but it works for him whenever he needs to look like a surfer dude. It really does. Job. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. So I'm assuming Ace, you just use all her wigs. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's I'm a partial investor in the uh, the wigs in the DeGarmo closet. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So and they are up for grabs for whoever um, lives here. And, and there will be them. more. There will be more. It's it's oh. it's fun. And the one thing I realize is while Diana's doing a lot of a lot of things where events where she needs to wear a wig, it it would nearly be impossible for her to style her own hair mm. on her head alone. <laughs> like that wig because on a wig you can actually set it down in front of you you can keep your arms down your shoulders don't go numb you get a 360 point of view you can actually 100%. lock it and then just put it on and and i i truthfully i i think it's a brilliant idea i think it's a great investment i think wigs are not only something that's great for for the arts i think they're great for a morale builder if someone is going through a transitional like a chemotherapy or going through a transitional time in their life these are things that allow you to go out in public and not feel like you're any less of yourself than you were before this big event. So, you're, I mean, literally, you? you're literally selling my, my, my course, like legit, because I'm going to be teaching salons how to wear wigs and get the stigma out of them. Like you yeah. literally were just like, because I think there's such a stigma with wigs you know, where they are the shake and go, but people just don't know. It's all about education. The more exactly. you know. They'll either you know. make you comfortable or they'll make you fabulously comfortable. <laughs> See, exactly. Oh, well, even God. here in Nashville, the lady who has been doing my hair, my, my natural hair for the past <laughs> 12 years, I remember when we I started talking about wigs and, and bringing them up and blah, 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 doing some photo shoots with her. And she was so fascinated that, you know, she's like, this is something I just never, I've never thought about. Thought about. And like, it could be an entire new career for me. And now she's actually had some clients over the years that have had different life experiences yep. where they have become all of a sudden in need of a wig. And it's been fun to kind of help bridge that little gap for her going, okay, well, hey, let's let's talk about what kind of style you like. Do you want to try something new? Do you want to, and just talking them through the process. And then they realize, oh, this is not such a big deal. I don't know why I was so terrified of putting this on when people have been wearing wigs for thousands of years. Thousands. And now they look so great. I mean, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I have had to like, just on a, a, a whim or an emergency had to go buy a wig and you put it on her like that was the best $40 I've ever invested <laughs> all right. right look at her you know what yeah. else when you wear a wig I always remember my my grandma my grandma at the very end of her life had wigs before that she would get her hair styled once a week and she would have it all in that little netty shower cappy <laughs> thingy and she would all night wear that shower cap thing and sit upright with a pillow at her shoulders so that she wouldn't mess up her, her hair, hair for the whole week. When you wear a wig, you can put that wig to bed. You <laughs> can take it off, you can set it show. next to your bed, and you can lay in every comfortable position that you want to on the bed while you're drooling and snoring and sleeping your night away. Wake up, 
cleanse yourself, put your hair back on. Guess off what? You, go. you feel amazing. Off you go. I think I have to hire you to to literally just sponsor the whole thing. Holy cow. I, I even say like if I can get a wig and a lips a wig and a lip on, I'm ready to go. Like even before we did this, I was working out in the yard because it's our first sunny day in Nashville in about two weeks. And She's got a lot of plants to plant today. Lots of things to do. And so I was feverishly working. Oh, we had a foster dog who made 28 holes in our yard. So I was she, refilling them. And She loved to dig, so we let her. And it was awesome. Aww. It was so much fun. And I was like, okay, at 1245, I can run in, throw some pin curls in, put my wig on, <laughs> throw a little rouge and a lip on, and I am ready. And I just looked in the mirror and I went, I love these. <laughs> But you're also known for them, though. Every, every, like, if you can wear a wig, you are wearing a wig. Thank like, you. every time. <laughs> like, yeah. you are the sponsor person for wigs, if there was ever to be a sponsor. Oh. Like, you literally, and you also do period hair, which is very, quite nice, too. You know, It's most my people, favorite. People don't it, understand, like, what people this, did. And these looks are not easy nope. not easy like i tried originally trying to do some of these to my hair which hilarious hilarious and but that's why i've been taking a course now so i can start to upkeep the wigs i have purchased yeah and i i want to keep them looking it's as an investment 40s as long as i can exactly they're investments holy cow um all right so then how did you two meet if people don't know we met doing hair the revival of it, hair it was so it really it was, was. It really, it really was. was. Yeah, and we actually were just friends that whole time. And a year later, once once the show ended, a year later we started dating. I thought so, but I didn't want to say anything. You two, oh, you guys are the. It cute. was so much fun. So cute, you two. Yeah, we do, we do not do showmance, so we did not no. date during the show um, because both of us are big believers in showmance makes good people crazy. Yeah. Right. Right. And so when the show, but because of the way of the environment of. When we joined the show, we only had three weeks to replace an incredible original Broadway company. So really right. big bell bottoms to fill. And we, we Diane Paulus, the director said, we need the two of you to lead everyone in the show. They need to believe that the two of you are in love and know each other in and out. And so she told us, okay, you need to spend every lunch break, every dinner break. And we were actually staying at the same hotel. So we were taking, we were taking the same path every day. So we decided, okay, well, we might as well walk to and from work together during rehearsals before we mm -hmm. moved into our places and it just kind of we didn't even realize but those were the first seeds of our relationship was through that hair experience you know mm -hmm. we got to get naked with one another <laughs> and i got to preview <laughs> the goods like a lady because it was my job <laughs> and uh you know we could we were like brother and sister though we got over all of those kind of initial insecurities so early on. So we were just best friends. And we, we stayed in contact that whole next year as she did nine to five touring. Right. And I was back in LA. And after that, we had that confrontation of feelings where we're like, what should we be? And we started dating. And yeah, life kept taking me back to LA and I never left. What a cute story. I mean, <laughs> if, where's the Lifetime original story, guys? I really need one. Do you hear us, Lifetime? It's a pandemic. <laughs> we have no jobs. We would love one. We'll even shoot it on our cell phones in our house. We even have a hair stylist. <laughs> wig, 
wig creator. Yes. Oh my gosh. You really should though. Write it. Holy cow. Aww. All right. Well, hey, we've like, got nothing but time like, right now. I, who are you telling? Oh my gosh. Um, what would you tell someone coming up like and wanting to be you? Because I know all your platforms, you have so many people looking up to you and all that. Like, what is that one thing that you would tell like an aspiring boy, girl, whoever that's looking up to you? Like, Don't like, be afraid of failure. Hmm. The worst thing that can happen is that someone says no or somebody doesn't like you. And that has no reflection of you. It's a reflection of themselves. Um, and yeah, failure is you can either learn from it or, or cower from it. And I would rather learn and possibly succeed than to, than to shy away from it. How about you? I'm going to say being me is awesome. But me is taken. <laughs> so truthfully, be, be you. yourself. If you find what is real to you, and it resonates from a true place for you, then you are free. And if, if, if you get to work and feel that freedom, you're never working. You're just being creative. So I would truthfully say, find you so you can find the freedom that I have being me. Hmm. Guys, that's so sweet. Look, look. I wish you guys could see. Oh, they're not going to see it. That's all right. <laughs> it's fine. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys you so much for doing this. You know what? This this hair makes me want to go into my Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> but I kind of want to go, you know why I like wigs? I keep getting older. They stay the same age. All right. All right. And there you have it, folks. Stay young. Oh my God. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I should talk like this. <laughs> oh, kids, we're going to go out and do a little gym tonight. Don't worry, I'll calm it down <laughs> as the night goes on and progresses. Let's see what's under that hair. <laughs> oh, my God. Under that where? Oh, my Lord. And now, <laughs> and now we're going down a path. But why? You guys need to have your own sketch show. I'm sorry. <laughs> why aren't well, you we, doing more? We have been doing more since the quarantine. Um, you know, it's, it's funny when you are a creative person, which you obviously are, and you have nothing but time, which is something we don't normally, normally have. have. You know, we're, we love to be hashtag booked and blessed. <laughs> and... Because those bills come every month and yes, you do. just, you, you get into the routine of job after job. Okay, how does my year look? How, when do I have? And then when we come home, you know, we live in Nashville. We don't normally work as much in Nashville as we, we would like. So we, we travel a lot. Mm -hmm. And when we come home, it's okay, house needs this, yard needs this. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we try to see as many folks in the Nashville area and then off you go. And being home, and in quarantine, not only have we knocked out 99.9% .9 of the house. Project, I think today we're finishing everything. I, yes. I don't think we have anything left after today. We're so, we're so close. I'm ready but, to just sit on the couch with a guitar and chill. But we are being more creative and we're, we're taking the time to just do the things that make our hearts happy. Like I'm taking an online wig course, wig styling yeah. course. And, and uh, Ace has been learning more guitar and we've been shooting skits. So we have been shooting skits. So if you go to our social media pages at, at Diana D. Young, I keep, keep 
change my name. We'll get it. We'll get it. And at Ace Young, uh, you'll see some whatever. fun skits. We posted. Uh, we we posted a fun little skit uh, with two of our friends that are New York buddies that have been here for the whole quarantine, and did a little acapella thing in the studio and shot a little yeah. fun skit. We're gonna have a couple more that we're we're gonna yeah. release soon. We also did a fun little uh, Happy Mother's Day video. Uh, calls with Diana's mom and my mom and dad and uh, put it together to a little video and ask them uncomfortable questions for our <laughs> other siblings. It was fun. Sibling rivalry is real. <laughs> the long Very story much. short is we're just trying to take advantage of the quarantine time and continue to be creative. And so funny that you said skits because legit, like right, legit, right. like I, uh, they just need to get, I mean, they could just take the camera for, oh, just from you, just raw footage. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, thank you. I mean, if I, if, I mean, I'm a little closer, but holy cow, guys, thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Uh, thank you for having I'm, us. I'm probably going to have you back again because you're going to be doing, I can't wait to see these skits first off. So yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some hair in it that I'm going to have to critique. So, yeah. <laughs> That is very uh, true. I know my first style <laughs> wig is it's in its set, and I am a little terrified to take it out of the rollers because I'm not sure. Do it. It's going to be gorgeous. Brush it out. That's the It'll only be thing. Gorgeous. Don't be scared. Just brush it out. You can always redo it. All right, before we leave, oh, yes. we need to get a smiling shot of all of us on the screen here. Does. Oh, yeah. All right, ready? One, two, three. Oh, I broke it. Hold on. Never Broke mind. it! Oh my gosh, what did Hold I do? On. Zoom was like, what was that? Nope. Go just wait a second. Back? This is the rest of our oh. day. We're just going to figure out how this computer works. There we go. Oh. There we go. All right, we're smiling. Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Yay! All right, can we drop it to you right here? Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. Let's see if we can crop it. If I learn any more technology during this quarantine. I can email it to him. Okay, yeah. we'll email it to you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Wig Hackers. Have an idea or a question you'd like me to answer? Feel free to reach out on any of my social media platforms at Daniel Coy Official on Instagram or on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you and hope to inspire you. Don't forget to share and rate me and do your hair because if you're looking good, you're feeling better. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.